Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. All right, today's show is going to be intense. Going to be a lot of connections here. How the classified document scandal connects to Ukraine, to Soros, to the Ukrainian piggy bank, Russia hoax, the impeachment hoax. Folks, as I've said repeatedly, they're all connected. I'm going to start with a simple premise, and the premise is this. Ukraine was a piggy bank for elites and lobbyists. Joe Biden wanted a piece of that money. That's what's ultimately behind this classified document scandal, which is about far bigger things. There's a bottom line up front. But today's show is going to be intense, so get ready for a ride. Today's show brought to you by GenuCell, our friends at GenuCell Skincare. Exciting news to celebrate 2023. Introducing GenuCell's latest skincare innovation, their microbiome moisturizer with the power of probiotics. Huge fan of probiotics. To target skin redness, pesky wrinkles, and fine lines, patchy blotches, and other visible signs of premature aging. Yes, I'm talking about those probiotics in yogurt. These super ingredients can have the same nourishing benefits and goodness for your skin. Probiotic extracts target bad bacteria and restore balance to the skin's protective barrier, creating a shield around your skin from all visible signs of aging. Now, every GenuCell most popular package includes the new probiotic moisturizer as your gift with every order. Paul is a big fan of these products, but this is another great product in their lineup for the GenuCell skincare lineup. She's loved their products from the beginning. GenuCell's most popular package is now 70% off and includes products you'll need for all your skincare needs, including those under eye bags and puffiness. Treat yourself to the best skincare in the world for a look you'll love. Go to GenuCell.com slash Dan and get your probiotic moisturizer today. Enter Dan at checkout for an extra 10% off your entire purchase. That's GenuCell.com slash Dan, G-E-N-U-C-E-L, GenuCell.com slash Dan. All right, folks, get ready. Joe, let's go. No lipstick on this pig, baby. None. No, no lipstick at all. Joe got a preview through all the emails this morning. This is going to be a lot of elements. So let's start with this. Obviously, the Biden having classified documents in his house and his uh, UPenn-affiliated think tank is turned into an explosive scandal that the White House is now panicked about. But why? Folks, I told you yesterday in the radio show, the podcast elsewhere, blah, 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 blah. You know, you get the point. That it's not about the classified documents. That is a small sliver of a much larger scandal about to explode. And you're going to get a preview for it because we're always a few months ahead of the news cycle right here. This is why Corrine Jean-Pierre, when asked about why she keeps lying, by a reporter in the press room about the documents, when they were found, why they were found, if the search is over. Why does she keep lying? This is why her answer was, we'll see you tomorrow. Check this out. I'll see you guys tomorrow. You told me six times that turned out to be false. Are you sorry about that? I'll see you tomorrow. Come talk to me. I'll see you tomorrow. Yeah, we did come and talk to you. Unfortunately, the answers are uh, process. Search is complete. See the DOJ. Ask the DOJ. I have nothing more to add. Why does she have nothing more to add? Because if she were to add any more, the depth of this scandal would hit you right in the nads. And what's the depth of the scandal? I already told you in the beginning of the show. Don't bury the lead. Ukraine was a piggy bank for lobbyists and elites, and Biden and his son wanted a piece of it. That's why the classified documents are about Ukraine. All going to come full circle. Folks, I'm just going to encourage you again to please don't get distracted by red herrings. This happens all the time especially on the right, where people are eager. To, I'm not saying this in a negative kind of a pretentious a-hole way, but a lot of Congress people and other folks who are investigators, they want to get on TV, so they latch on to the, 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 the current thing. Here you go. Here's the mug. They latch on to the current thing. So the current thing are these visitor logs, Secret Service visitor logs. Don't get latched on to that. It, the, the Secret Service, you still go on for years about the visitor logs. There's a huge scandal here. I already explained to you yesterday about the visitor logs, why it's a red herring. Having done that job, there'll be name check forms, but no visitor logs. It's a way to distract you and eat up time. Forget it for a minute. There are other things to focus on. And don't get distracted by the rent payments either. Oh, Hunter Biden was giving his dad rent payments for 50000 It doesn't matter. What matters is he was giving his dad money. We don't care if they were rent payments, hooker payments, transportation payments. It doesn't matter. The fact is he was giving his dad money. It'll, it'll make sense why in a minute, not what it was for. The, you understand the left loves to bog you down in details. I swear some of this is being done intentionally. This is what they want. Remember the KISS principle. Keep it simple, stupid. Occam's razor. Here's the question. Was Joe Biden funneled money via his son 
by Ukrainians to get money and weapons to Ukraine, your taxpayer funded stuff. If that's the case, and he was de facto bribed to do it, it's only the biggest scandal in modern presidential history, maybe in presidential history. Going back to Teapot Dome. Why? I can't show you this Washington Post headline enough. You should print this out and put it on your wall. The headline tells you the whole story from March of 2022. Again, it's the Washington Post, a lefty outlet. They point out that Joe Biden was Obama's point man in Ukraine when Obama was president, and he wanted to ship more lethal weapons to Ukraine, but was overruled by Obama. Okay, why did Biden and almost nobody else there want to ship weapons to Ukraine Why Obama didn't? Was this due to money making its way to Biden from Hunter? That's kind of a huge story. So how does this relate to the Ukrainian piggy bank, George Soros, the Russia hoax, and the impeachment hoax? You ready for the ride? Let's go. Here's a fact. Again, bottom line up front. Ukraine was a piggy bank for elites and lobbyists. If you read my book, Follow the Money, in the first chapter, Insane in Ukraine, I lay out the whole process, why Ukraine was a piggy bank. There are a number of reasons. Lobbyists and elites were in Ukraine taking money for years. It wasn't just Hunter Biden. There were Republicans and Democrats, I want to be clear, who were doing this. There are a number of reasons. Some of the bigger reasons are Ukraine's obviously uniquely placed on uh, the Russian border and kind of a gateway to Europe as well. It was subjugated by the Soviet empire for a while, got its independence, had one of the largest stashes of nuclear weapons, gave up the nuclear weapons. It's a breadbasket of the world. But the most important fight, if we had a triage it, and why lobbyists are so interested in taking Ukrainian money is because there's a pro-European side of Ukraine that wants Ukraine to be more aligned with Europe. And then there's a pro-Russia side that wants it to be more aligned with Russia. These fights within Ukraine have been going on for a generation. Forever. Forever. This is nothing new. I'm not breaking news on the show. Lobbyists, of course, whenever there's a global conflict, have money to be made. Why? Because you get to go to D.C. and lobby on behalf of one side of the conflict. (laughs) Just look at any global conflict about big tech the Israel-Palestinian relationship, and you will find lobbyists and influence peddlers on either side. Ukraine was a cash cow. If you had connections in D.C., there was big dinero to be made in the Ukrainian piggy bank. Okay, now you got that? Biden wants a chunk of this. He wants in on the action. Now, Biden's acting like, through all the speech, that the Ukrainian portfolio given to him by Obama just fell in his lap. That I don't believe at all. Biden wanted Ukraine in his lap because he knew that's where the money was. Remember the old line, why'd you rob banks? Because that's where the money is. Biden wanted Ukraine. Now, let's walk through this slowly here. I want you to pay very close attention to this article in The World. Ukraine anti-corruption activist says... That U.S. lobbyists are eager to take dirty money from Ukraine. Who is that anti-corruption activist who's saying, gosh, these U.S. lobbyists, they're all over here eager to take dirty money. Oh, interesting. It's a woman by the name of Daria Kalaniuk. Now, whoa, whoa, hold T.O., baby. You have to be a hardcore, Joe's laughing, because you have to be a hardcore P1 listener to have your bells and whistles go off right now. But if you are hardcore, and you read my books, that name's ringing a bell right away. You're like, Dan, you always told us to remember the names. I remember the name Daria Kalaniuk. Daria Kalaniuk is telling you what I'm telling you now. Ukraine was a piggy bank for politically connected people to make money. She's like, it's all dirty money. Kalaniuk is the person in this video right here yelling at Boris Johnson, the former prime minister of the United Kingdom. This isn't that long ago. Demanding, basically, the uh, military support for Ukraine. Oh, and a no-fly zone, which would potentially cause World War III over there. This is the same woman in this video. Take a look. The downtown square. So we are talking about the stoicism of Ukrainian people, but Ukrainian women and Ukrainian children are in deep fear because of bombs and missiles which are going from the sky. And Ukrainian people are desperately asking for the West to protect our sky. We are asking for the no-fly zone. We are saying response that it will trigger World War III. But what is the alternative, Mr. Prime Minister? To observe 
how our children are instead of instead of uh, planes are protecting NATO from the missiles and bombs. What's the alternative for the no-fly zone? Okay, so Daria Kalaniuk is very connected in Ukraine, and let's just establish some very simple principles. Daria Kalaniuk says, hey, a lot of dirty money in Ukraine. Daria Kalaniuk wants weapons and military aid for Ukraine. And so does Joe Biden, who wants military and weapons aid for Ukraine, as I just showed you in the Washington Post headline, in case you think it's a conspiracy theory. I'm out of conspiracy theories. They all came true. So there's big money in Ukraine. And again, I'll say for the 14th or 15th time in the last couple of days, maybe 20th, Biden knew there was big money in Ukraine. Biden knew about the conflict before Russia invaded. Him and his family wanted a piece of the money. Now let's start to tie this together for you in a kind of wow moment. There's a piece in the Hill. Listen, this is from 2019, but it's in the newsletter today. It says an older piece. It's at the top of my newsletter. I encourage you to please read it. It's by John Solomon when he was writing at the Hill. It's Bongino.com slash newsletter. Please read this piece. I've used it in my book. I've used it repeatedly. It lays out for you in detail. It's not that long. Exactly how the Ukrainian Soros and everyone, the FBI, the DOJ, the U.S. Embassy are tied together in this massive scam to funnel money from Ukraine to influential U.S. politically connected people to advance agendas in Ukraine. Keep Kalaniuk in mind. Remember, Kalaniuk wants weapons and military support. She says there's dirty money there. Here's this piece in the Hill. They're talking about a meeting here, a meeting that went on between a George Soros-affiliated group called Ant-AC, A-N-T-A-C. It's a, a air quotes here, by the way, folks, anti-corruption group, which is kind of hilarious. It's like the inflation reduction, right? <laughs> so there was a meeting with these groups, this George Soros affiliated group. And Solomon in his piece notes that one of the people who attended was Karen Greenaway. Oh, she was an FBI supervisor in charge of international fraud cases. And one of the lead agents investigating Paul Manafort, Trump's campaign manager in Ukraine. That's wow. What a weird thing. So she attended a meeting with this Soros-affiliated group. Solomon notes that this FBI agent attended multiple events and won glowing praise in a social media post from Aunt AC's executive director. Who's the Aunt AC executive director praising the FBI agent as she's investigating Trump for the Russia hoax in Ukraine? Oh, Daria Kaladia. Oh, 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 my God. What, that's, what are the chances? What are the chances? Gee, what are the chances? Gee says, Dan, you're, you're exaggerating. It's a total coincidence. Oh, it goes on. In one event, the FBI agent Greenway and ambass- our ambassador, Marie Yovanovitch, remember Yovanovitch, who was targeting me on social media? You sure do. Oh, I know you do. You were probably part of it, too. Yeah. And Ambassador Yovanovitch participated in this meeting. They were alongside Aunt AC's executive director, Daria Kalaniuk. And Litsenko was present. The message was clear. The U.S. Embassy supported Aunt AC, the Soros-affiliated group led by Daria Kalaniuk, who praises the FBI agent who's investigating Manafort, who's Trump's campaign manager, who's being investigated for his work in Ukraine. (laughs) Now, let's get back to Daria Kalaniuk, who I've been sounding the alarm about for a very long time, and a lot of people just don't seem to listen. There was money to be made in Ukraine. Everybody knew it. The Biden team knew it. Daria Kalaniuk sounded the alarm about it. And it's strange that Daria Kalaniuk and Joe Biden's interests about arming Ukraine seem to align. So weird. Let's look at this Guardian piece about Daria Kalaniuk, who, again, his interests seem perfectly aligned with Joe Biden. Oh, she was at the White House, by the way, December 9th of 2015. But that's a whole different story. We'll get to that a little later. The Guardian. This is very strange. Ukraine's view of the Trump whistleblower complaint. So they're giving you here, the Guardian, a Ukrainian view of the Trump impeachment hoax. 
And notice who comments on it. Oh, Daria Kalania. Uh, that, oh, that's just, uh, wow. The executive director of Ant AC. Uncanny. I know, dude. So bananas. This whistleblower complaint, she says, confirms all the worries we had. Oh, it does. She says, it's so strange to have this pressure from a longtime ally of, U- ally of Ukraine, a request to interfere in an investigation from a country, which was a role model for us for a long time. She repeats the impeachment hoax premise almost verbatim that Trump pressured Ukraine. Almost verbatim. So strange how she's the one the left wing media goes right to. Remember, she has the same interests as Joe Biden. She notes it's coming at the exact moment when we finally have a chance to reform Ukrainian law enforcement agencies and make them free from political influence. Wow. So Daria Kalaniuk immersed herself strangely into the impeachment hoax to get rid of Trump and repeats the talking points exactly that Trump was looking for some political pressure campaign when we know now, because we have the transcript, that the reason they impeached Donald Trump, because we saw the call between him and the Ukrainian president. We know now that they freaked out because he was asking the Ukrainian president to clean up the Biden mess where he was selling influence over in Ukraine. Kind of strange, too, again, that Daria Kalaniuk was at the White House on December 9th of 2015. And who was she meeting with at the White House? Oh, the alleged whistleblower in the Ukrainian impeachment case who has connections to Joe Biden's team, by the way, work with Joe Biden's team on what? On Ukraine. Coincidence, right, fellas? All of it? Let's go back to that Hill piece because it just gets even more interesting from here. Oh, look, the Soros group that Daria Kalaniuk is the executive director of apparently had some kind of a do not prosecute list. They were working that they got from the United States Embassy, you know, the United States Embassy under the Obama Biden administration. Fascinating. So the prosecutor, Lutsenko, told John Solomon he was stunned when our U.S. ambassador gave him a list of people they should not prosecute. The lister included the list included a founder of the anti-C group and two members of parliament who supported the group's anti-corruption reform agenda, according to a source directly familiar with the meeting. Turns out that the group, the Ukrainian law enforcement, was probing that they didn't want to prosecute, was co-founded by the Obama administration and George Soros. Oh, my gosh. This is real. I'm telling you, just the probability of this is just... This just seems to be all just crazy coincidences, <laughs> blowing probability equations out the window. So the Obama U.S. Embassy says don't prosecute this group affiliated with Soros and the Obama administration. And it notes, it notes that it was collaborating the embassy with the FBI agents investigating the then Trump campaign manager, Paul Manafort's business practices with pro-Russian figures in Ukraine, pro-Russia, pro-Europe, lobbyists. Everybody was making money in Ukraine. But it's strange. The pro-Russia side of the Ukrainian dirty money, Kalania's words, uh, Kalaniuk's words, strange that the pro-Russia side that fit in with the Russia hoax that involved Republican lobbyists who shouldn't have been there, by the way, strange that they were the ones being prosecuted when everybody on the other side of it was on a do not prosecute list, despite the fact that they may have been up the shenanigans too. Remember, Biden's son works there. Who was in charge of Ukraine for the Obama administration? Joe Biden. Oh, the paperwork that they found, the classified documents, they were about Ukraine? And they were found at the UPenn Biden think tank being run by a guy or being associated with a guy who was on stage when Biden called for the Ukrainian prosecutor to be fired for investigating his son. Whoa, this is going to get really crazy. Now, as I wrote again in my book, Follow the Money, because the money trail tells you everything here. Now, does it explain the Russia hoax? In order to cover up what Biden and through Biden, Obama, because he was his vice president, were doing in Ukraine to cash in, they had to make the pro-Russia side of the dirty money campaign in Ukraine look really bad. So why not just invent the big hoax 
that the pro-Russia side, being led by Republican lobbyist Paul Manafort, colluded to steal an election with Donald Trump. Was any of it true? Ah, it doesn't matter. The idiots in the press will go along with it. Well, we need some money to get that going. That's okay. We'll just get it from Soros and a bunch of Soros-funded groups. Oh, I'll get to that in a second. This story gets more delicious by the minute. Let me get to this first. Take a short break. Patriot Mobile. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks to your support, Patriot Mobile's emerged as one of the leaders in the parallel economy, and they have big news. Patriot Mobile now is offers service with all three major networks. This means if you're with the big three and you like the service, but you hate their values, you can access them with Patriot Mobile. They also offer a performance guarantee. If you're not happy with your coverage, you can switch between the three major carriers for free. Quite a deal. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative wireless provider offering broad nationwide coverage on the best 4G and 5G networks. So you get the same great service while supporting a company that's fighting to preserve our God-given rights and freedoms. Plus, they don't just offer service for customers. They have great business plans for almost any size company. Switching is easy. Just go to patriotmobile.com slash Dan or call the 100% U.S.-based customer service team at 878-PATRIOT, 878-PATRIOT. Get free activation today with their offer code Dan, my first name. There's no reason not to give them a try. It's a great company. Guy loves it. Make the switch today. That's patriotmobile.com slash Dan, patriotmobile.com slash Dan or call 878-PATRIOT. Oh, looky here. So Biden's the point man on Ukraine. Ukraine's a piggy bank. A piggy bank because pro-Russia and pro-European lobbyists are all cashing in to lobby for their respective causes in D.C. with their politically connected friends. Biden's son's got a no-show job over there, basically getting paid a fortune in Ukraine. Bag man. Oh, man. Funnel guy. Funnel the money. There you go. So they got to cover all this up because Donald Trump may win the presidency. And as it turns out, when he did, one of the first things he was interested in was all of the government people selling themselves out, including Biden, in Ukraine. So they had to impeach him for it afterwards. But they want to try to stop him from getting into office first. So they had to make sure these pro-Russian lobbyists making money in Ukraine were tied to a corruption scandal to steal an election. Was the scandal true? Obviously, it wasn't because it's called the Russia hoax. How did the Russia hoax start? Well, it started when a bunch of people, funded groups, put together this dossier. And the dossier made its way around the dopey media, which willingly promoted this hoax in the dossier that Trump tried to steal an election. Well, where did it start? Well, one of the groups it started with was Fusion GPS, and they have an odd association. Let's go back to the Hill piece. So this guy has shown notes that Soros, George Soros, wrote a sizable check from his personal funds in the fall of 2017 to a new group, the Democracy Integrity Project, which was started by a former FBI agent and Senate staffer, Daniel Jones. <laughs> to continue investigating and researching into foreign interference in American elections and European elections. Bashon said the group asked Soros not to divulge the size of his contribution, and Soros later learned the group hired Fusion GPS, the same firm paid by Hillary Clinton's campaign, the Democrat Party, to create the infamous Steele dossier alleging Trump-Russia collusion. Now, don't get lost in all the details. Again, this is a simple story. One of the things about Spygate that drives gee bananas is you tend to get down rabbit holes. There are no rabbit holes. This is super simple. Ukraine was a cash cow. Biden didn't want to give up the cash cow. Neither did all the other dirty money lobbyists over there. Trump's coming into office or could come into office during the campaign. And they're afraid because he's a total outsider and he's a bull in a China shop and is going to uncover this entire thing. So in order to make sure they never ever undercover, the Democrats always accuse you of what they're doing. So the Democrats who are colluding with a foreign power, Ukraine, to get money to Biden and lobbyists and some Republicans, too. The swamp hated Trump, all of them. Then said, oh, Trump's colluding with a foreign power, the Russians, to steal elections. As I said on my Fox show last week, whatever the Democrats are accusing you of, they're doing themselves. They do that for a reason. They use the exact same thing they're doing and accuse you of it. The Soros groups were associated with this Democracy Integrity Project, which is working with Fusion GPS to fabricate this whole entire story about Donald Trump colluding with the Russians to distract from them taking money in Ukraine. Now, never put it past George Soros to use these idiots because there's money to be made for everyone. Use the American embassy and everything. Remember I told you about the do not prosecute list? 
the embassy gave to the Ukrainian prosecutor? Hey, you're going to leave these people alone? Leave the Soros people alone? Well, there was a go look after these people list, too. This is the prosecute list. The memo included a chart of Ukrainians, John Solomon notes. The Soros team wanted to have pursued, including some with ties to Manafort. Strange. Manafort, who was tied to Trump. Go after these Trump guys. Stay away from the Soros guys. So weird. He notes senior U.S. law enforcement officials confirmed to Solomon that the early kleptocracy collaborations inside Ukraine led to highly visible U.S. actions against the oligarch Dmitry Firtash, a major target of the Soros group and Manafort. Firtash is now represented by former Hillary Clinton lawyer Lanny Davis and former U.S. attorney Dan Webb. <laughs> so Soros is using the embassy and the Soros group to go after Soros's business rival, Firtash? And nobody picks up on this in the region? Come on. Oh, we're not done. Noted two-pager today. There was, you, there was, do you understand how much money was to be made in Ukraine? You see what's going on here? Don't get, again, don't get lost in the deets. Soros groups, oh, there's mon money to be made in Ukraine, my business. How about we affiliate with a bunch of lefties who pay a bunch of lobbyists to get my business partner targeted? And then the other side hires Republican lobbyists to go after this side. And then the other side goes after Biden wanted a piece of this. That's why he wanted Ukraine. It was a total cash cow for him. I'm going to tie this all together for you now. Now you see where the Russia story started. Does this make sense? The Russia story started this entire made up hoax about Trump colluding with the Russians as a distraction mechanism to keep Trump out of office, to prevent him from looking into what Biden and others were doing in Ukraine. When it didn't work and Trump got into office, Trump had to be impeached. So he's on a call with the president of Ukraine, which I still believe was a setup. The details of the call are leaked through a whistleblower. The whistleblower falsely implies there was a quid pro quo. Trump beats him to the punch, releases the transcript of the call. We find out what he really wanted was the, uh, what, what the corrupt Biden team had been up to in Ukraine, a severe national security threat. And then we find out that the executive director of a Soros-affiliated group met with the alleged whistleblower at the White House while this whole thing was going on. A woman who, by the way, aligns with Joe Biden's interests in arming Ukraine as she's out there uh, going after Boris Johnson for not arming Ukraine and not putting up a no-fly zone. And who said on the record that there's dirty money in Ukraine. How come no one else is putting this together? It's right there in front of you. This is why Corrine Jean-Pierre walked off the stage and said, we'll see you tomorrow. Because she knows that this is not about classified documents. This is about a monster international influence peddling scandal involving major players. Lobbyists, Soros, the FBI, the Ukrainian embassy, Joe Biden, Paul Manafort, the Russia hoax, the DOJ, the FBI, everyone. I just provided for you a detailed list of receipts. All right, uh, let me get to my next sponsor, and I want to tie this up for you next. I'm going to show you why now the FBI and the DOJ doesn't want to get to the bottom of this scandal. The bottom, I hate that stupid term. The classified documents thing. Because they know that the more dust they wipe away, all you're going to find at the bottom is worms and filth. They know that. So they're trying to make this thing go away. Let me get to my next sponsor first. Uh, really appreciate your patience. Uh, they want to be here and talk to you. Preparewithdan.com. Preparewithdan.com. What is that? It's my Patriot Supplies website. They're the nation's largest preparedness company. Right now, they're knocking $200 off their three-month emergency food kit just in time for when it hits the fan. Friends, some people run from danger. Some people face it. You got to prepare. Face it today. Listen, the best day of your life is you buy emergency food and you don't need it. But what if you do need it? You don't want to be looking your kids in the face when it hits the fan. You don't have anything there. You ensure everything in your life that matters. Ensure your food supply. It just makes sense. I love this company. I've been using them for years. I have shelves downstairs in my garage dedicated to preparedness and emergency food. I can't recommend them highly enough. The food is great. So is their customer service. This is a steep discount for their, uh, for their kit. So I urge you to go to preparewithdan.com today and check it off your list. 
Don't wait too long for this, please. The day's coming. And if you don't have enough food on hand, you'll regret it. So do yourself a favor. Go to preparewithdan.com and save $200 on a three-month emergency food kit. At this price, get one kit per person in your family. These kits are in stock. They ship fast and they ship free. Save $200 per kit when you go to preparewithdan.com. That's preparewithdan.com. Preparewithdan.com. Go today. Don't wait. All right. So let's tie this together. Now, do you see why there's a, it's, it's, by the way, it's not a double standard. People say, oh, it's a double standard of justice, the way Hillary and Biden were treated and the way Trump were treated. It's not a double standard. I, I can't say that enough. It's one standard. The FBI and DOJ at the leadership level are all big government tyrants who believe in power and they want to show you their power. So by showing you their power, they say double barreled middle finger, we'll raid whoever we want. And when we want to cover something up, we'll basically advertise it. That's not a double standard. That's their standard. But people are asking questions. The Wall Street Journal broke this last night. The DOJ considered but rejected a role in the Biden document search. So you're telling me the FBI and the Department of Justice could have been there when national security documents were uncovered. I'm I'm just reading the Wall Street Journal report. Certainly no right wing rag. And yet they weren't. Seems both both sides agreed it wouldn't be a good idea. Why do you think that is? Well, maybe the Biden team with a wink and a nod got to determine what classified documents made their way back. Folks, I'm convinced some source, some, some source told the FBI and the DOJ that these documents existed in these locations. This was not voluntarily turned over by the Biden team. You can throw that theory right in the burning garbage can. So given that that was on the record by a source, someone had to produce a classified document. Because they were already told by a source. So if the FBI and DOJ showed up and supervised the search, then every classified document there, because the FBI and DOJ would get roped in, would have to be cataloged. But if you weren't there and you were allowed to conduct the search yourself, like Biden's not cleared, who didn't have the security clearances to view the paperwork, uh, conducted the search themselves. And what else is missing? Oh, Dan, you don't know that. That's the point. You don't either. Why? Because the FBI and DOJ weren't even there. Oh, you trust you trust the Biden team? Why? They've lied to you from day one. It's why Corrine Jean-Pierre's answer was, we'll see you tomorrow. Here's another strange anomaly. Believe me, I use that term loosely. Daily Wire piece. These are all in the newsletter today if you want to check them out. The Biden attorney interviewed by the feds in the documents review case. He was interviewed, but there was no summary report written up. Don't want anything down in writing, fellas, do you? Strange how 302s and summary reports were used to prosecute Mike Flynn for a made-up lying to the FBI charge. That is weird. We have a bunch of 302s. Oh, it's so weird, Joe, for interviews with Trump attorneys. But it's really strange. The FBI wants nothing to do with the DOJ with the search for Biden's classified documents. He had no authority to have whatsoever. And they don't even want a record of it. It's almost as if they're trying to make this thing go away because of the FBI's role with the Ukrainian embassy of covering up international corruption in Ukraine that Biden was a part of and the Soros team was knee deep in. Strange, right? Gets even better. Does this sound familiar, by the way? Democrat lawyers basically getting immunity and getting a pass from the FBI while Trump's lawyers, pretty much every one of them finds themselves in jail. Does it sound familiar? Again, it's not a double standard. It's the standard. We're in charge. And you're not. Business Insider. This is from 2016. Hillary Clinton's former chief of staff was granted immunity by the FBI in exchange for cooperation in the email investigation. Yeah, it was Cheryl Mills, who acted as her attorney in an interview, even though she wasn't the attorney on the matter. One standard, folks. Power. Maybe this is why Biden was smirking yesterday when he was asked all kinds of questions. Now, this is not a smirk in that he's, uh, he thinks this is funny. This is a smirk of uncomfortability. Biden knows he's nailed to the wall here. Now, here's the catch. He's only nailed to the wall if the liberal media stays on top of this story. The liberal media will only stay on top of this story if they're convinced Biden is a wounded duck and needs to go away. Because remember, the liberal media is about defending liberalism, not Biden. And if Biden is a wounded duck who can't win, they'll need to get rid of him too. If they dump this story, believe me, it'll disappear. We'll be the only people talking about it. 
But watch how uncomfortable he is yesterday being shouted at questions about this. Check this out. That's fascinating. Normally, uh, loquacious, chatty Joe Biden doesn't have a lot to say. Neither does Corrine Jean-Pierre. He says, uh, there's a process. We'll see you tomorrow. Strange, right? People who don't have anything to hide don't act like they have something to hide. The simple money ball rule. Now let's tie the entire thing together for you. Ukraine was a piggy bank. Biden was Obama's point man in Ukraine. The Obama-Biden embassies working with the Soros team. They're all collecting paychecks from this. One of the groups is uh, targeting Soros' business opponent, right? Biden's son works in Ukraine. Biden wants a piece of this money. We know his son is funneling money to Biden because the business partner has already indicated as much. Tony Bobolinsky. A prosecutor in Ukraine figures this thing out, starts looking into Hunter Biden's company and corruption in the Ukrainian government. Biden doesn't want that because Biden wants the cash cow to continue. I played this clip numerous times, but there's an extended version of this that you need to see. It's about 20 seconds longer. He cites a guy named Michael at the end of this. It's on C-SPAN. Matter of fact, show the clip first. There's a screenshot of it even says. User clip, Biden Carpenter. The guy on stage with him at the end is a guy by the name of Michael Carpenter. As Biden tells the Council of Foreign Relations, like an idiot, that he had the prosecutor looking into his son's company in Ukraine fired in exchange for money. Remember Daria Kalaniuk, who has the same interests as Biden, saying, oh, a lot of dirty money in Ukraine. Watch the clip. Listen to him cite Michael at the end. And I'll tie this thing all together for you. Check this out. I was going, supposed to announce that there was another billion dollar loan guarantee. And I had gotten a commitment from Poroshenko and from uh, Yatsenyuk that they would take action against the state prosecutor. And they didn't. So they said they had they were walking out to press conference. Said, no, I said, I'm not going to we're not going to give you the billion dollars. They said, you have no authority. You're not the president. The president said, I said, call him. I said, I'm telling you, you're not getting a billion dollars. I said, you're not getting a billion. I'm going to be leaving here. And I think it was, what, six hours. I looked, I said, I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money. Well, son of a bitch. <laughs> got fired. And they put in place someone who was solid at the time. Well, there's still, they, so they made some genuine, s- substantial changes institutionally and with people. But. One of the three institutions, there's now some backsliding. The courts are there. And the court, yes. And they had made that commitment that they wouldn't do that. And so when we left, the first thing I spent uh, um, a lot of time, as did Mike, because this was his territory as well, and uh, people like Charlie Cupchin and Victoria. And anyway. So he says at the end, while uh, unbelievably, Again, this clip is so unbelievable how the media has largely ignored Joe Biden admitting to an international influence peddling scheme in exchange for U.S. taxpayer dollars. Admitting it on video. He cites Mike at the end. He says, and Mike, this is his territory, too. That's Biden's guy. Well, the guy on stage, if you look, is Michael Carpenter. Who's Michael Carpenter? Holy Moses, wouldn't you note? Senior director at the Penn Biden Center where the documents were found on Ukraine. He said, Joe, it's just another crazy coincidence. Totally unexplainable by anything. Totally. I mean, it's just so, so weird. By the way, here's the same Michael Carpenter on Twitter. It's a verified account. Oh, what is he promoting? Look at this. The hack, the DNC hack hoax. That the Russians hacked the DNC. Putin tell Trump Fancy Bear was a Ukrainian operation to plant the seeds for Barr and Durham's investigation would fit the MO given CrowdStrike's attribution. (laughs) This is too good to be true. Oh, man. This is classic. All right, I got to sum this up, get to my next sponsor. I want to get to the World Economic Forum stuff too because the media is losing their mind. Conspiracy theory, another one. Now you know it's true. Let me just sum it up for you again so you never forget the lead. 
Biden was the point man. He was running Ukraine for the Obama administration. His son is funneling him money, according to multiple allegations he's getting from Ukraine and elsewhere. A bunch of people in the Ukrainian embassy are working with Soros and the FBI. Soros's team is trying to get his uh, business partners targeted. And they're working with the embassy. Who are they targeting? Trump's later campaign manager, Paul Manafort, for lobbying on one side. Biden, of course, in exchange for a lot of this, I believe, is lobbying for weapons and money for Ukraine. Which is the same interest of Daria Kalaniuk, who runs the Soros group, who then meets with the whistleblower to try to get rid of Trump and the impeachment hoax while the whole thing is going on. And all of this is being done as documents about Ukraine are being held in the UPenn Center, being run by Michael Carpenter, or being one of the senior directors, and on stage at the time Biden calls for the firing of the prosecutor looking into all this. Wow. All right, let me get to the World Economic Forum disaster coming up next. Let me get to this first, our last sponsor. Uh, this one keeps me going on nerve-wracking days like today where I have a lot to present to you and I, uh, I get a little anxious that I'm not going to do it right. I use Field of Greens. I use Field of Greens twice a day in the morning and at night. Listen, you like to drop those leftover pandemic pounds, but how sick are you of all the ads for weight loss pills and fad diets? A healthy diet's the key, folks. Listen, I've been there and done that. It's a tried and true method. Exercise and a healthy diet. What's the staple of your healthy diet? It should be this, Field of Greens. Why? We don't get all our fruits and vegetables in every day. Everybody knows the macro and micronutrients in uh, fruits and vegetables are the key, the staple of a super healthy diet. You're not a fan. You don't have time to cook. Here's the answer. Field of Greens. This is wild berry. It's Paula's favorite. Mine as well. Lemon lime is really good. I also like the original. Field of Greens. It's a science-backed formula of specific fruits and vegetables you won't find in any other product. We know what proper nutrition does for your health. It's the key. And Field of Greens is the only brand I use backed by a better health promise. Yes, with good nutrition, you'll look and feel healthier fast, but the greater proof comes with your next checkup when your doctor says, wow, what are you doing here? Keep it up. Let's get started today with 15% off your first order. I am an enormous fan of this stuff. Just look at the list of healthy, wholesome fruits and vegetables in the back. You're not, there's no way you'll be able to eat all these in one day. Go to BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. Use promo code Dan. Pick up Field of Greens today. That's BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. Use promo code Dan. Folks, I'm 48, and I'll tell you, outside of some, some uh, nicks and knacks and a couple of arthritis, but I've never felt better. I feel great, and this is the staple of my diet. I wouldn't uh, speak about it as strongly as I do if I didn't believe that. Okay. Now, we know the left has this lust, this salivating vampire-like lust for censorship because that's what tyrants do. Remember, I always talk about hierarchy. That's why it's not a double standard. It's one standard. They love censorship. They love censorship because of the first 40 minutes of this show. The Biden team, the reason they're squirreling away classified documents and they hope the media will, will uh, cover up the scandal for them, is because they don't want you to see the truth. Censorship has the exact same purpose for them. But they need a pretext for all this. Why? Because coming out and saying I'm for censorship and against the First Amendment in a country like the United States, outside of the total liberal psychopaths, is generally not going to go over well. So when the left pushes for tyrannical censorship, what they typically do is they use a pretext. And the pretext is typically, uh, typically we're preventing misinformation or uh, upholding public safety. Now, that was done, as we know, with Biden to cover up for Biden when he was looking into the when people were looking into the Hunter Biden fiasco through the laptop. When people were looking into that, the Twitter folks and others acted with the media to censor the Hunter Biden story because of the first 40 minutes of this show. And because the deep state, silly state, whatever you want to call it, sloppy state, corrupt state is real, a bunch of former Intel officials signed a letter saying that the Russian laptop, uh, the laptop from Hunter Biden was likely Russian disinformation because they needed that story to go away again because of what I just told you. Oh, looky here. Red state, the great Banshi. One of the ex-Intel officers who signed that letter admits he lied about the Hunter Biden laptop. Sounds like something I told you before the election. They note that this official who signed the letter is admitting he lied about the situation, implicating the other uh, signatories in the process. Per the New York Post, Douglas Wise now says in regard to the laptop 
that all of us figured that a significant portion of the content about the Hunter Biden laptop had to be real. How does this guy, Douglas Wise, have a job anymore? How do any of those people on the letter? These people were clearly bought off. I don't know if cash changed hands. I doubt it. But they were bought off either with social clout, influence in the White House. How do these people, you can never trust these people again. Everything I've told you on this show today is true. And everything I've been telling you is true. I told you the letter was a joke, a farce, a mess. And it's true. Everything I told you about the Biden and sourcing, I already wrote about in a book I wrote two years ago. You're way ahead of this story. They got to censor you, though, folks, and they're going to attack free speech. Here, watch uh, the World Economic Forum. This hapless congressman, Seth Moulton. I mean, this guy's an embarrassment. He really is. From his attacks on the Second Amendment to the guy's just profound ignorance about U.S. laws. This guy's a congressman. He's at the WEF over there, and he's on this panel. Watch him attack free speech hilariously using the thoroughly discredited fire in a movie theater story, which I never want to hear on this show again from any of our listeners because it's not the standard for restrictions on free speech. It hasn't been for 40 years. Listen to this. I completely agree with what you're saying. And this concept of preserving public safety, uh, even under the banner of free speech, is actually something that we've accepted for a long time. You know, we get taught in, in grade school the concept of, you know, yes, you're allowed free speech, but not crying fire in a crowded theater. Oh, my gosh. Joe's probably sick of it. How many <laughs> times do we have to go over this on the show? That is not the standard for First Amendment restrictions on free speech, fire in a movie theater. Ladies and gentlemen, it hasn't been for 40 freaking years. Here's an article. You can look it up. It's the Atlantic. It's a left-leaning rag. Far left. Even they acknowledged it. Trevor Tim, it's time to stop using the fire in a crowded theater quote. Maybe you should notify Seth Moulton. Here, from the piece. They're, you're, they're quoting Oliver Wendell Holmes. He notes, but those who quote Holmes might want to actually read the case where the phrase originated before using it as their main defense. If they did read the case, they'd realize it was never binding law and that the underlining case, the U.S. versus Skank case, is not only one of the most odious free speech decisions in the court's history, but it was overturned over 40 years ago. That's not the standard for restrictions on speech. It's speech that incites imminent lawless action and speech likely to produce such actions. That is not the standard fire in a movie theater. You can continue to say it. It doesn't make it true. It makes you look like an idiot. Here's Seth Moulton again, World Economic Forum. But keep in mind, the reason I'm bringing this up in context of the story I told you in the beginning of the show is the left wants to make all of this go away. Biden, Obama, corruption. And the only way to do it is to stop it from seeing the light of day. So they need censorship. They don't want to call directly for censorship. So in order to get people to censor for them, they make up standards like fire in a movie theater. They blame public safety. And they use COVID as a vehicle to do it. Here he is right here. Here's Seth Moulton agreeing. COVID's a great vehicle for censoring people. Check this out. What we're trying to, to achieve there is some measure of public safety, right? Um, we, we're not, uh, I mean, sure, there are some politicians who are going to go out and just get angry at Facebook if they see things that are mean. Um, I'm quite used to uh, reading mean things about me <laughs> on the internet. It's just <laughs> for a while when I started, I used to screenshot them. So I've just sort of get comfortable with the most heinous things people oh. would say. Um, so as to sort of, uh, inoculate myself to the, to the issue. Um, that's a reality for being in, in public life today. Uh, it's very much more in your face than it was 30, 50, a hundred years ago. But I think it's mm -hmm. always been a, uh, been a reality. The difference is when, you know, I have a constituency that I'm trying to keep healthy and I can't get them to take a COVID vaccine because of misinformation that's propagated <clears throat> on the internet. And, and that's where this becomes a much, uh, tougher, more difficult, but also just a bigger concern. The mainstream media won't cover this at all. That a prominent U S lawmaker, at a globalist organization pushing for the Great Reset. Oh, yeah, we'll get to that in a second. I thought it was a conspiracy theory. Doesn't even understand the standard for free speech. Wants it curtailed. 
falsely blames public safety and says COVID's a great vehicle for doing it. He doesn't acknowledge this either, Lee Fang on Twitter. The Twitter files dropped, we just saw recently. Oh, that BioNTech, which, uh, BioNTech, BioNTech, which developed Pfizer's vaccine, reached out to Twitter and requested Twitter directly censors users tweeting at them to ask for generic low-cost vaccines. I thought the left was against Big Pharma. and We beat Big Pharma! I, th- I, th- I thought that. Looks like they're all in bed together now using COVID to censor you so you don't find out about the Soros-Ukraine-Biden thing and everything else, by the way. Of course, media hacks are all over this. Media hacks trying to protect the censorship brigade being led by elitists that go to the World Economic Forum in Davos. So CBS, of course, has to call it all a conspiracy theory, as you can see online. As elites gather in Davos, conspiracy theories gain traction online. One of them, they say, gaining, uh, gaining momentum here on conservative talk shows is the Great Reset. And they say it's become shorthand for what skeptics say is a reorganization of society using global uncertainty as a guise to take away rights. It's a conspiracy theory. As a, as a reorganization tool? That's so strange. Because the guy who runs the WEF, Klaus Schwab, wrote a book called The Great Reset, COVID-19. What are the chances of that? I thought it was. Is this a conspiracy theory too? Here's Klaus Schwab on a panel, the guy who wrote that book, that they're all speaking at, the World Economic Forum. They're there talking about censorship using COVID after the guy wrote the book about using COVID for the Great Reset. Here's the same guy, Klaus Schwab. Here, here he is talking about uh, brain chips and implants. Is this a conspiracy theory too? Check this out. Can you imagine that in 10 years when we are sitting here, we have an implant in our uh, brains and um, I can immediately feel, because you all will have implants, I can, and we measure your, your brain waves, and I can immediately tell you how the people react, or I can feel uh, how the people react um, to your answers. Uh, is it imaginable? Don't sweat it, folks. It's all a conspiracy theory. You can actually buy the book, The Great Reset. It's written by that guy, Klaus Schwab. But don't worry, CBS said it's a conspiracy theory. All right, folks, I really appreciate it. This is a long show today. You may have to digest it in chunks. That's okay. It's one of the most important shows we've done in a long time, tying this thing together. Please subscribe to the podcast while you're here. We deeply appreciate it. It's absolutely free. It doesn't cost you anything. It helps us a lot. Helps us stay on the charts. Uh, It's weird how they measure podcast popularity by subscriptions, not always by listens. So please give us a follow or subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and most importantly on Rumble, rumble.com slash Bongino. You can get the exclusive video version of this show every single day. We so deeply appreciate it with a number one account on Rumble. And happy birthday to my beautiful, awesome, now 11-year-old daughter, Amelia. Daddy loves your girl. Hope you have a great day in school today. You're my girl, my baby girl. Can't believe she's 11 years old. See you all tomorrow. You just heard Dan Bongino.